In space, there are games of legend. Giants and behemoths of the past. They have gone dark and cold, their signal faint to us. All players were once forced to play alone. But these games are not forgotten, they remain in our memory. And now we shall go back and make them live once more. This is Retroland. Greetings and welcome to this festive edition of Retrolave. In this episode, we're going to throw ourselves back in history to a time when many of us still believed in Father Christmas and one of us wasn't even born. The ever-so-Orwellian 1984. That's right, if it's 1984, it must be the space sim to start all space sims, the original granddaddy of them all, Elite. To quote Wikipedia, Elite is a seminal space trading video game originally published by Acornsoft in 1984 for the BBC Micron and Acorn Electron Computers. The game's title derives from one of the players' goals of raising their combat rating to the exalted heights of Elite. It was written and developed by David Braben and Ian Bell, who had met while they were both undergraduates at Jesus College in Cambridge. Non-Acorn versions of the game were published by Firebird, Imagineer and Hybrid Technology. Elite was one of the first home computer games to use wireframe 3D graphics with hidden line removal. Another novelty was the inclusion of The Dark Wheel, a novella by Robert Holstock, which influenced new players with insights into the moral and legal code to which they might aspire. Elite's open-ended game model and advanced game engine and revolutionary 3D graphics ensured that it was ported to virtually every contemporary home computer system, and it earned its place as a classic in gaming history. Elite was a hugely influential game, serving as a model for more recent games such as Space Rogue, EVE Online, Freelancer, Jumpgate, Wing Commander Privateer, the Escape Velocity series, and the X series of space trading games. Well, sporting their finest Christmas jumpers, novelty hats, and glugging their favourite Christmas tipple, we have the Retrolave crew. Let's start off with our first commander. Who are you? What are you drinking? And what platform are you playing the game on tonight? And also, if we could have your favourite cracker joke, please, Mr. Rafferty. Hi, I'm Mobius from the forums. I'm drinking uh, some uh, reserve port tonight. I'm playing the Elite Plus on the PC. Nice colourful version there. My Christmas joke for today is, what do you call Frosty's Snowman in May? A puddle. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, if that's where we're setting the bar, this is going to go horribly wrong. Okay, Kirk. Hi, I'm Splints from uh, the forums, uh, drinking paired cider tonight, uh, doing the Commodore 64 version of Elite. Um, my joke is, if you can call it that, is how do you know there's been an elephant in your fridge? You can't close the door. Oof. Okay. And a voice many people will recognise, Mr Jarvis. Hello. Uh, this evening I've selected uh, some slow gin uh, in a nice tall glass. And I'm going to be playing the uh, Spectrum version to try and put some demons to rest <laughs> from my childhood of loading this game up and not understanding what was going on. So I'm going to, going to crack it tonight. Uh, and in terms of a cracker joke, uh, why don't cannibals eat clowns? Go on. They taste funny. Ah. <laughs> right, moving on. Rory. Hello, yeah, I'm, I'm Rory. Um, what am I drinking? I'm drinking Badger Brewery Thirsty Ferret, which is very nice. I'm going to be playing on the Amiga emulated version because I, that's the only one I could get to run. And my cracker joke is, why is Santa Claus always so happy? 
because he knows where all the naughty girls live. <laughs> I think this is just getting worse and worse. Ben, tell me you've got a better joke than that. No, I haven't got a worse joke than that, I'm afraid. Um, I'm Ben Edelweiss on the forums, and I'm mainly going to be drinking some malt whiskey this evening. Um, I'm playing the NES version of the of Elite, which should be interesting. But my my cracker joke is: What's furry and, and minty? A polo bear. Oh, okay. I'm just going to leave that one. Uh, Colin. Hello. Uh... Phoenix Defire from the forums. Uh, tonight I'm drinking a single malt consisting of Glen Morangi. And uh, I'll be playing also the Amiga version of Elite. Mostly because I had dibs on it first, though. <laughs> and my cracker joke is, how can you tell if Santa has been in your shed? You have three extra hoes. Oh... <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. See, no, I was confused by that joke because I was thinking of the rap version of hoes. <laughs> I was thinking about which strange version of Santa just leaves you hoes. <laughs> yeah, it's far less gangster than you might imagine. <laughs> I think that's where everybody's mind went. <laughs> Would you mind if you had three hoes in the shed? Probably actually be a cracking Christmas present from Father Christmas. You wouldn't complain too much if you did. Uh, although maybe we should sort of tidy this conversation up a bit because we have got a youngster amongst us, the guy who wasn't born in 1984. Uh, Mr. Vigel. Thanks, Foz. Um yeah, one Viagra from the forums. I'm drinking tea because it's cold. I'll be playing the Commodore 64 version of Elite. I would be playing the Archimedes, but I don't think anyone could get it to work. Um, and I wouldn't call it my favourite joke, but it's a joke. Um, how does an Eskimo fix his house? It glues it together. Oh. Okay, well that just leaves my co-host for this episode. Mr. Wolcott, save us from all these bad cracker jokes. <laughs> Good evening. Uh, I'm Grant, Seiko from the forums, and I'll be playing Elite on a Spectrum simulator, and it works, which is great. Oh, and yeah, I'm drinking water. And uh, my Christmas joke is Who hides in a bakery at Christmas? A mince spy. Oh. Right, well, I should probably say that uh, this evening I will be drinking mulled wine. I, I've come prepared. I've got a flask of mulled wine warmed beside me so I don't actually have to go anywhere maybe those crucial moments when maybe we're trying to dock um, but quite simply the plan for this evening is we will all attempt to fly the same mission with the same cargo and weapons and as we play we'll talk about the differences between the different versions and also our memories of playing this game the first time around. It's going to be in real time so if you wanted to you could boot up your own favourite version of the game and play along as you listen. Okay, well, let's jump straight into it then. I'm assuming the whole crew have got the, the splash screen, the load-up screen, where you have the, the iconic ship spinning around in 3D in front of you. It's the bit that everybody remembers when they, uh, when they boot up the game and you've got the wonderful question, load new commander, yes or no? Everybody got to that screen? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yep. 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 Okay, folks, so let's go straight into it and load up a new commander. So on the original, the BBC Micro one, that puts me straight in at Commander Jameson. I am presently docked in Lave. Um, I have got 7.0 light years worth of fuel, 100 credits. My legal status is clean and my rating is harmless. And equipment-wise, of course, you're equipped with the front pulse laser. So if we can all go into the... You can find the right keys, that is. If you can go into the, the shop... The, the market. Chris. Hang on, you'll have to give me a minute. It's still asking me for the commander's name. It says press, press play on tape. 
Ah, the C64. That would actually be awkward for me, Chris. I'm looking at some the Star Wars sort of scroll screen saying, prepare for practice combat sequence. Okay. Uh, Ben, you do realise we're playing Elite here, don't you? (laughs) Tell the guys who did the Elite conversion for that, because this is looking very Star Wars-y to me. Okay, and you're playing this on the uh, The the Nintendo Entertainment System? Okay, well, that's an interesting one to start us off with then. Ben, tell us exactly the... uh, the differences that you're oh, seeing. Well, instead of lamps coming starting out on Elite, it looks like I'm going straight into some combat with a Sidewinder, a crate and a Mamba, apparently. And I've got to shoot these things before I get to do anything. So if you don't mind, I'm a ah. bit busy, actually. And this is like ah, a combat shoot. simulator, yes, like the old yes. um, Wing Commander series. Well, this is like I'm getting my ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, don't panic. Ah, don't panic. Don't panic. <laughs> Okay, if he thinks this is hard, you should try the alpha. Mm. <laughs> oh, that's one down. Yeah, I guess I should probably say yeah. a special thank you to all the Retro Lave crew who have uh, turned up this evening. I was preparing myself for quite a small turnout for this one, seeing as Frontier Developments have actually released the alpha for Elite Dangerous. So thank you, everybody, for, for sacrificing this evening's worth of alpha playing time in order to jump back through history and play the game that started it all. Whilst Ben's getting blown to bits by a sidewinder in a crate, how's the tape loading going on the C64, James? Um, well, I sort of skipped that stage and just sort of pressed escape a few times. I'm in the, I'm in Lave Station now, I think. Was the Commodore 64 the same as the Spectrum when it came to loading tapes and the fact that sometimes it would skip and you'd have to rewind the tape deck back and keep on playing? Yep, I think so, yep. Uh, joys of modern technology. Ben, how are you getting on? I've managed to kill my guys, and congratulations, you have completed the combat in 0 minutes 52 seconds. You begin your career docked at the planet Lave with 100 credits, three missiles, and a full tank of fuel. That's quite interesting, because obviously the, the one thing about this game was it was absolutely brutal in terms of just sort of dumping you in at the deep end and giving you very little tutorial, so... The people that were doing it for the, you know, the NES console obviously decided that the uh, the learning curve was a little bit too steep, so they'd give you a bit of a tutorial. Well, it's not, I wouldn't exactly call it a tutorial. It's yeah, you're suddenly in space. Kill these guys quickly um, before you die. I guess it's putting you straight into some combat rather than putting you straight into here is a trading simulator where you just where you don't know anything. It's like no, we are a space game, honest, Gov. Okay, well, have you now docked? I have a front pulse laser, and I think if I press, if I remember the keys, because obviously I don't have the F keys or things like that, because it's the up, down, left, right, A and B for me. Um, that, I think, yes. Yes, I, I see the lathe market prices. Cracking. Okay. Well, the plan for the first mission, guys, is that we're all going to buy a one... Although, Ben, this might be a bit of a moot point for you because you already have three. We're going to buy one combat missile and we're going to buy 16 tonnes of food. All right, can we just check? Chris has got something he wants to add? No, I was just going to say, one of the things I managed to dodge this time is the classic mistake I always make uh, when coming into any version of Elite. Because I was loaded up and I haven't got the manual. And I think, oh, how do I access different menus? And the first button I guarantee I always press is one. (laughs) <laughs> and I think this is what confused me when I was a child, because you press one and it launches you from the station. And that is yep. the absolutely last thing you want to do <laughs> when coming to Elite for the first time. You want to buy something before you leave. So uh, I'm a bit confused about this stock market window. I, I just, see, I don't remember this. It comes up with a thing that says product, unit price, and it just has food. And it says, 
how many food do you want? And I'm sort of like, yep. well, I'll press enter, want I don't any, want any food. Yeah, and then it says textiles. Yeah, so so the shopping the menu is you go through this thing and you keep pressing enter. I find that really weird. Yeah. It's, just, it's funny, I don't remember Elite having this stock market uh, screen, which might have been partly why I struggled with it so badly. Well, I've got no food in my station. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm, sort of, I'm sitting there thinking, how do I buy? And I'm just sort of going down the list. I thought, all right, there's the buy option. Oh, I've got no food. Well, buy textiles instead. I shall. I shall try. I shall buy the textiles. Okay, we're supposed to be trying to stick to the same uh, mission brief here, but yeah, with the wonderful world of procedurally generated items that Elite has brought to us, it, that doesn't seem to be possible. So, uh, if you can't buy food, buy textiles. If you can't buy textiles, buy gemstones, and just get something in your cargo to take to Dizzo. The Spectrum version, that, that is quite a clunky interface for going through a stock market, having to sort of basically say, not don't want them, don't want them, and then having to go through every item available in the game. Yeah, no, that's the same on the BBC one as well. Ben? One thing that's interesting with the NES version, obviously being a little bit nicer, is we have robot slaves. Oh, uh, uh, much more family-friendly. Yeah, but we still have, do we have drugs? Um, <laughs> can you still bang them? <laughs> I don't know if you can bang your robot slaves. I've got textiles, robot slaves, beverages, luxuries, rare, rare species. That Ooh. was where the drugs so they, were, wasn't so they've it? Even put, they've even put beverages instead of liquor. Yeah. Um, computers, machinery, alloy. Oh, we still we do have firearms. Uh, yeah, gold, platinum, aliens, yeah. Americans are all over their guns, aren't they? You can't have narcotics, but you can have guns. Um, I'm wondering what the narcotics equivalent is. I guess it's rare species. Because it was alcohol, luxuries, then narc, wasn't it? Are you meant to snort a kangaroo? <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to Very carefully, ask, uh, I think is the answer to that one. That. <laughs> right, okay. Has everybody got something loaded into their cargo hold? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Right. Okay. And if you can all go to your... Oh, I didn't buy a missile. I'm such a noob. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> If you could all go to your short-range chart, and why don't we do this? See, see as it's Christmas, let's do this by committee. Where do people want to go today? Leasty. Leasty? Because you'll get more money that way. Okay, someone that can remember it? Actually, no, you're probably right. Zeons will probably give you more cash, but if I remember rightly, you get attacked more at Leasty. <laughs> well, we haven't really got <laughs> iron asses, do we, yet? I was going to say, you know, let's let's just try and play it safe. Let's try and get through one mission before we all end up as space debris. Oh. So, uh, which has the least chance of having lots of pirates in? A corporate state has the least amount of pirates in them. And I don't Okay, in which case, the... Zeons uh, is a tech level 12 on the BBC Micro version, population 5.3 billion, and they're human colonials. This planet is a tedious place, is the description. <laughs> Oh, mine's different on the uh, on the Amiga. Mine says the planet Zanons is scourged by deadly tree grubs. Did you say it was a corporate state, Chris? Yep. And the economy I've got is an average industrial. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, mine's yep. the same as yours. Mm -hmm. Five point six okay. light years away. Mm -hmm. Five point six light years away. Tech level twelve. Yeah. Population not point one billion. Three I've billion. Got six. Six billion for, for me. Yeah, yeah. I got five point three billion. <laughs> okay, right, fine. In which case, can everybody figure out how to launch themselves from the space station? <coughs> yeah. We're off to Zeons, are we? We're off to Zeons. I can because it's the one key. I know that one. <laughs> <laughs> me and Rory are nice because we can actually move the mouse pointer over the launch button and then click. Yes, yeah, it's, it's very modern. Oh, listen to this. I've even got a launch sequence. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah, no need to show off, guys. I'm oh. going to press F9 because that makes lots of sense and launch. Mm. Sorry, it's F10. Function, F- please? F- F- F10 on the BBC for some weird reason. Yeah. So I don't have any sound at all. Now, can anyone remember? Is this a feature of the Spectrum version or is it a limitation of this emulator? The Spectrum I'm didn't sure have much in the way of sound apart from know. shooting. James, I'd pull up straight away. Don't head towards the I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Where's the X. up button? X. I've X just, and S. I just collided with the station. Ah, X, X and S for up and down. Okay. Good grief. Okay. And is everybody ready to jump into hyperspace? Yes. How do I do that? H. 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 I do have a manual here. Okay. So what's this G then H business? And Oops. I've got the police after me already. I accidentally <laughs> pressed the fire button rather than uh, <laughs> when I was the keys for the uh, for the NES. You've got the A button and the B and the B button and the B button. I think it is controls all your menus. Going into hyperspace now. Oh, I've got a police hat. Is that yeah. a policeman? Everybody press H and jump into hyperspace. I've got a 15-second countdown. 15? Oh, I had a 10. Yeah. I had 15. And, ooh, we're in the nonce. Okay, so for, so for, I suppose, a comparative newbie to this game. So you've got all these two-digit codes. Can anyone give me a rundown of what any of them mean? I've got FS, I've got AS, I've got FU, I've got CT, <laughs> I've got LT, I've got RL, I've got SP, I've got another RL which might have a font <laughs> problem, and a DC. Now, I don't know what any of these mean. I, I know think right, one, okay. two, three, and four. Well, I would say that FS is front shield. I think AS is actually RS, which is rear shield. Ah, uh, um, okay. Or aft F- shield. FV. F- it might be fore shield and aft shield. That's the fuel. So C- what's FU? Fuel. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's quite, oh, God, that's quite low. <laughs> <laughs> we have jumped to Zeance. Okay. Um, uh, CT is something temperature? Cabin, cabin, cabin temperature. temperature. Okay, okay right. so don't go too close to the sun on that one. LT, I'm assuming, is laser temperature? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah, that goes up if I hold the button down. Okay. AL or RL? Altitude. Altitude. Okay. okay. No, that's your. That's what changes when you're going up and down, doesn't it? When you're. you're, when you're that's oh, no, hang on, that's. Oh, no, that's roll. RL, RL is roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've now started pressing keys, I can see things. I got a fairly important one. What's uh, speed up, slow down? Space. Oh, space SP. speed up. And forward space, slash. Backslash. Speed up. Backslash. And forward slash. These are weird. Slow down. Oh, okay. So that's, that's forward slash. Forward slash. And then underneath that, I've got a slot for four missiles. Mm-hmm. And then SP as speed. 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 Uh, RL. Rolling. Roll DC. Uh, your pitch. That's your that's pitch. Dive climb. Oh, oh, that's what it means. Nice. Look at the knowledge on Liam. Ooh, yes. And that little circle <laughs> with the little that goes bigger and smaller is your planet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you're doing so well. And then the sarcasm came <laughs> I went back and bought a missile, and it's not none of my missile things are showing up as being full. Uh, that is weird. PC version has actually got... Uh, I mean, you're all arguing about, we'll say, RL and whatnot. I've got a complete description in front of me. It says four shields, half shields, fuel. I mean, you should have just asked me in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> but then you take all the fun out of it, mate. So just, assuming your one, two, three, four is your shield power, is it? No, it's your energy units. Your energy units. And yeah. what do we use those for? Well, basically, when your front shield gets, or rear shield gets knocked down, it starts drawing on your energy units. And once your energy units are gone, that's it. Um, you've got no more shields and one laser hit and you're dead. Good knowledge. Like it. 
The BBC Micro version, just obviously, it's, it's very pretty. It's very black uh, with lots of very white dots coming towards me on the screen. Uh, I've got the planet in front of me, and something I don't remember from other versions is within the planet, there's a big sphere uh, which is rotating around to show which way the planet's actually moving. And it kind of makes the planet look like the Death Star. <laughs> I remember I'm that. Assuming, yeah, is that on the other versions as well, or just on the BBC? I think it's just the BBC. Yeah, yeah. It's not, I've got it on the NES version. Have you? Yeah. On the Amiga uh, version, we've just got a green filled oh, circle. Mm. Bad guys. Have you guys jumped at all? Because yes. I've now done it twice and died twice. <laughs> <laughs> Only you could, Grant. <laughs> Are we going to do the uh, the quick jump? The in-system jump, which I, I believe is J? I'm under attack, so I'm going to have to... There's under attack, and then there's jumping into a system, and there's four blooming Thargoids. You did oh, a misjump, you, you you didn't, didn't you? I didn't intend to. Oh, it sometimes <laughs> does that in the spectrum. You saw all of a sudden you're flying down the hyperspace channel and all of a sudden, bang, you're in which space? And that's it. Nothing you can do. And that's your first jump in game. Now, that is unfortunate. Are you sure you're actually doing it? Because you can force a misjump, I think, can't you? Yeah, holding the up key usually does that kind of thing, doesn't it? Or double H or De- definitely remember there was a way of forcing a misjump on there. It might be the Amiga version and it might be Frontier, but... Oh, I'm dead. And what's, what got you? Did you get your ship ID turned on? Ship ID? <laughs> oh, well, if I press 1, I get a ship ID. No. Is... Which will tell me what it is that's shooting at me. No, I don't have anything nice like that. On the Amiga version, you, you click um, I and it will yeah. uh, identify anything that flies through your crosshair. I think it's an adder. Yeah, it is, yeah, technically. Okay, well, fortunately for me, I've managed to pretty much jump straight to the planet. I'm now mass-locked by the main planet. Is anybody else at the planet, or is everybody else in uh, pitched battles? I'm I'm approaching a space station. station. (laughs) I'm flying along, I'm trying to dodge asteroids. Something happened. I pushed a button, and then I heard a... And then there was something that popped up on the screen that said 12.5 credits. Did I drop cargo? Uh, no, that sounds like you launched a missile at a pirate and blew them up. Wow, so that's well a done, fluke. <laughs> Bloody twitches. <laughs> Is he mostly harmless, then? Killed the adder. Right. Yay. How do I find the station, then? You fly towards the planet, and then as you get closer to the planet, a uh, indicator should appear on your radar that says S, that tells you your station's in view. And then if you roll around, you should have a little in radar uh, on the top right hand side of the radar screen that tells you where the station is. Oh, is that what happened? That's what happened. Oh, okay. And in theory the docking port should always be pointing planet side. Oh, really? A bit of elite no, trivia for you. There's no theory about it, it always is. Yep. If you don't see the rectangle don't go forward. Oh, I'm under attack again. I'm under attack by four blooming Thargoids again. The other... Oh, I was under attack. You're not having the best of luck here, Grant, are you? So, what's that? Four launches and four Thargoids? Yeah, I think I'm going to try loading a new commander. (laughs) Right, I'm going to try docking. Okay, you might want to hold off there. I want everybody docking at the same time, and I want everybody to do it individually. Okay, hang on, just let me back out a bit then. Like a driving test. Right, that's like a driving test. The PC version, it seems all my shortcut keys don't work. I've, I've just lost the planet, so I'm trying to find the planet side of the station. <laughs> I'm flying round and round in circles. And, oh, there it is. Oh, hang on. Oh, it's a Coriolis. Oh. 
I'm under attack by a wolf mark too. Ooh. Oh, that's I'm one of win there. No, the Wolf Mark II, that was the new ship they put in for the Amiga version. And my god, it was hard. I'm not going to be able to recognise anything besides a Cobra and a Viper. Just, just, just hail, hail the Wolf and tell it, tell it it's not canon and it'll go away. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse to believe in you as you're not canon. <laughs> yeah. Now, is there any way of reverse thrusting in this thing? Or is it no. just... General yes, right. there is in the Amiga version. And you've no. got to buy it. Really? Yeah, retro thrusters. Oh, I'm under attack by two now. <laughs> okay, I will say, on the Spectrum version, I've, I've, I've sort of headed around to the planet and turned around to face the station again. And even on the Spectrum's enormously low resolution, it's very clear that I'm now on the letterbox side of the station. Mm, I mean, yeah. Even from quite a distance away, you can see that detail. That's quite impressive. Because the whole station's only about 10 pixels wide. Yeah, completely agree. I'm, in theory, lined up with uh, with the letterbox. Well, I've found the PC version. There is not a zero stop, even though at minimum thrust, I'm slowly drifting towards the space station. Actually, yeah. that's, the, that's right. the same on the Amiga. How close is the station to the planet? It's a when your altitude is about halfway. Your altitude bar will be about oh. halfway. Oh, heck, it's just launched a bloody thing at me. I've got to give it a action. <laughs> i got the little S appearing, so it should be nearby then. Yeah. yeah, so have a look at your mini radar screen, and you should have a green blip on that. Line that up centre, and then just accelerate. I almost had a whilst you do that, whilst you do that, I'm going to uh, read you an extract from the official Elite Manual regarding the docking procedure. So, docking with a Coriolis space station is never easy, unless the ship is equipped with an automatic docking computer, in which case C will activate it. The Navy training manual recommends the following approach and dock sequence. Locate the Coriolis station and approach it. The entrance tunnels to all these stations face the mother planet. Fly near the station and then on towards the planet, monitoring altitude carefully. By turning a half circle, you will now find your ship oriented towards the entrance. Approach the final moments of docking at dead slow speed. Failure to dock cleanly can be fatal, but may simply result in you scraping the sides of the aperture with consequential loss of defensive shields and quite possibly your cargo. Manually control the Cobra's roll motion to match the rotation of the Coriolis station. The entry port must be as nearly horizontal as possible. If docking is successful, the protective field across the station entrance is penetrated and a brake pattern appears on the screen. Berthing is handled automatically. Docking protocols and orbit space regulations are numerous and are available in the GC, the GALCOP Orbit and System Space Code, published by Federation Planet Bureau. So there you go. Written down, it looks quite straightforward. Cut. See how many of us can actually do now it. Now pick up that manual and throw it completely out the window. <laughs> oh, bloody hell. All this hanging around the space station in front of the port and you've got the ships coming out of you. Well, don't get that close to the port. I'm not that close to the port. They come out quite fast. Right, okay. Well, let's save you from the premature ejaculation of the space station, <laughs> and you can go first, then. That's such a nice image you just put in my head. Thank you. <laughs> right, then. Increasing with speed. You're, you're saying premature ejaculation. I've been trying to say I'm in already. <laughs> <laughs> the NES version ha comes with docking computers, apparently. Oh, you are kidding oh. me. So I basically I got close to the space station and a nice icon comes up saying click me and you click you and you dock it docks for you. Bloody Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> Casuals in it. Sounds like they're dumbing it down. They are. 
Right, I'm trying to line up with the port now. Come on, Colin. First one at it. Right, here we go. Oh, my roll's a bit off. <laughs> Stay on target. That's a wrong, wrong, wrong franchise. Go on. Uh, actually, I am losing it a bit. Oh, Lord. Oh, no. Oh, a little bit of shield lost, but I'm in. Excellent. Well done, mate. Yeah. Party round of applause, I think, is needed. Great. And you get this nice sort of effect where you fly down the tunnel into the middle of the station and you go into a nice bay and you can see other ships there waiting. What? Yeah. Yeah, that's, I'm that's envious the, now. That's the, uh, that's the Amiga version. I have no Dr. Zanons. Okay, I have to say, with no zero stop on my speed, this station is coming when it's coming, so I think I need to be next. <laughs> go for it, mate, go. <laughs> okay, I've got, a, I've got a pretty good lineup on here. It's slightly distressing that on the Spectrum version I can see stars through the plant, through the station itself. It's a little bit yeah. disconcerting. Um, and I'm going the slowest as I can possibly go, and I'm kind of waiting for a moment where I either die or it gives me a... Oh, no! Oh, God! What's happening? Oh, Jesus. Oh, oh! 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 Okay. Um... Oh, shit. Oh, no, 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 no. Sounds about right. Let me just speed up a bit. Oh no, I crashed into the side of the station. Oh. Awesome. Brilliant. Boom. I gutted. We've got one out of two so far. I'm afraid I'm going to have to go next because even though I'm supposedly zeroed, the space station is actually approaching me. Um, but fortunately, I am lined up with it. So it should be just a question of nudging, nudging to the right. Nudging to the right. And then... Spacebar, straight in. And on the BBC Micro 1, you have the wonderful psychedelic flashy reds and yellows into the docking bay. And actually, there's a few uh, wireframe graphics of cargo containers in a room. And then I'm back to the Commander Jameson screen. So I'm in safely. Who's up next? <laughs> Shall I go up next? I, I've come out and I'll go back in again. No, what, Ben. What? With your automatic docking computer, you can shut the hell up and go back into the station and wait for the rest of us. Well, fine, I'll dock automatically then. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hang on. Does that mean you have to dock automatically normally, or can you actually manually dock Well, anyway? I was going to try and manually dock. <laughs> oh, no, go for that then. Go for it, Ben. Okay. Uh, oh, somebody's just coming out. That's what um. she said. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm, I've come out and I've turned around, so it's, it's a bit of a fake lineup, but I'm coming in. Coming in full throttle, trying. Nope, wrong. Slow down, slow down. Context. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this really is quite. Yeah. Oh, and and I've, I'm in as well. Oh shit! Game over. How the hell did that? <laughs> I, was in, I was straight in there. I was straight chuffing in. <laughs> oh, it two for two so far. Oh, who's next? Yes, I was rotated. I was I was coming in horizontally as well, but thankfully because I got to the station first, I was off to save. <laughs> right, who else is lined up, ready to go? <laughs> okay, Kirk, talk us through it, mate. Well, I'm already lined up, and I've got the station sitting in the the centre of the target reticle. So theoretically, should be. I just put my foot down. Helped if I'm focused on the window, doesn't it? How fast do you reckon I should try and go in? Full speed. <laughs> yeah, once it's horizontal, mate, hit it as hard as you can. All right, 
could be a long wait if I get it wrong. Are we still talking about women? I, <laughs> I just think they might be on the wrong side of the station. Again, are we still talking about women? No. <laughs> just it's the plumbing whiskey, I'm sorry. Hard as I can. Right, I'm lined up ish. The final adjustment. I, oh, I can't. It's too late to slow down now. No! Ah, straight past it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got the up and down wrong. That'll take me hours to get lined back up again. Does anyone else want to have a go while I reline up? Okay, seeing as you've completely missed the target, uh, we'll, we'll go to somebody else whilst you, uh, whilst you realign yourself. Yes, it's down instead of up. Uh, Liam, how are you getting on? Uh, well, I've been. Uh, I've lost the station twice. I've found it twice while waiting for you lot to dock. So uh, I'm. Uh, I think I'm uh, lined up for it now. So I'm just going for a bit of acceleration. Try and figure out this rotational thing. Okay, approaching it. Uh, it's coming up really fast. Too fast. Nope. Nope. All right, slow down. That's not as easy as it used to be. And you know, I am a pro. I am in, and I'm going to sell my stock. Oh, man alive. Okay, well done, buddy. Remind me again what uh, version you're playing on? <laughs> I'm playing the uh, PC Plus version. It's actually, okay. it's, it's actually got an automatic docking computer as well, but uh, I'm just too good to actually need to use that. Ben? I've just been trying again while you guys have been docking, and I have been coming in very carefully, fully lined up, and I'm wondering, actually, if it is even possible to manually dock in the NES version. Because I'm pretty sure I'm doing everything right, but I'm bouncing off the hull. Okay, is there anything on the NES version where you have to request docking, com uh, docking nope, permission or anything like that? nothing about that. It's, but it, there is uh, an icon comes up saying you can click on this to dock. And if you click on that, then you dock. But apparently if you don't, then you die. Oh, that's not fair. Uh, I know, that's you know, kind of disappointing, really. I think uh, that's, that's what happens when you get a kid's version of the game. I would have to agree with that. Okay, well... That's uh, that's a big sort of black mark against the uh, the NES version, that's for sure. Who else is ready to dock? I was about to go for it, but an anaconda just parked in front of it. <laughs> Grief. I'm sure it's an anaconda because it's bloody massive. After having... I see. It could actually also be a fertile lance in this version. Uh, maybe. It's really long and pointy. Okay, can you press I and see if you can identify it? Not, see if this works in the Commodore anything. 61st version. Nope. I felt that the eye only came in on the uh, the 16-bit versions. Really? I think so. Well, uh, on the BBC version in the manual, it says if I press one, I'll be able to identify the uh, the ship in front of me. Well, it looks like I'm ready for docking. Yeah, I'm, I'm, okay, Mr. Walcott, don't let the side down. Here, guys. <sighs> I had to blow and restart the whole simulator to get a different <laughs> start, so I didn't just launch into four blooming Thargoids every time. So, here we go. I am goodness knows how far away, and I'm just making the approach. I'm nicely lined up. I came in to the planet so that I'd be directly in line. Yes, I'm in. I think I'm Okay, the, the running commentary is great, mate. I know, I'm just trying to make sure that, right, okay, that, looks, <laughs> that looks like the lines are straight and matching. <laughs> oh, hold on, I'm a bit low. I'm a bit low. Ah, it's got all horribly wrong. Oh, I stopped. <laughs> the disaster has been saved. Right. right. I appear to be approaching the station very quickly, and it looks like this anaconda or photolance or whatever it is is about to come around and park in front again, so I want to do this quickly. I was going to say, Grant, are you in then? Not quite yet, no. Okay, so we've got Grant and James coming in here. 
it's a race. <laughs> so now all these people talking about other ships, I, I've not seen a single other vessel yet in the two flights I've done from Lave to Zeons. You're very lucky because I've died three times. <laughs> three? Well, I've, been, yeah. I've been killed by two wolves, a Thargoid, and a kind and of... And a partridge in a piece. <laughs> 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 hey, you wanted it festive. <laughs> Oh no, that's not fair. No, don't use that. <laughs> a cobra just came the other way. Did you bounce? Right, it sounds very, very busy on the C64 version. They're not I mean, fighting against I each other, are the ships? I'll say this uh, hey. docking malarkey with uh, ships with uh, snake names is rather suggestive. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make it. Oh. oh. Okay, so hold on. Quick, uh, quick count up then. So James, you're in. I'm in. Uh, ben, you're in with automatic docking. Colin? Yep, I'm in. Uh, Kirk? I'm in. Uh, Liam? Doctor like a pro. Uh, Jarvis, you spattered on the outside. Are you in yet? Uh, I'm in. Second time as a charm. Okay. Rory, you still dying? Um, I've just beaten a couple of members, and I'm now trying to get to the station, but it's mass-locked at the moment, so... Okay, we'll wait for you, Grant. And one more way back to the station to give it another go. Okay, so... Uh, there are seven of us that have docked, and we're waiting on two more. That's not too bad. When it says when I'm trying to do a an in system jump with Jay, yeah. and it says mass lock. Oh no, solved. Still mass locked again. Oh. It could be an asteroid or another ship. So oh right, okay. the, asteroids. the asteroids don't work on don't mass lock you in uh, the Amiga version. It's just other ships. Oh, so okay. if you've got yeah. yeah, if you've got something pink, uh, a pink thing on your screen, you can just jump past them. Ah, right. I've I've now got an S appear on my scanner. Yeah. Does that mean the station's nearby? Yes. It does, mate. As long as you've got the main planet ahead of you, then the S symbolises the fact that the the station is now uh, navigatable to. Is it a yellow thing on your scanner? <laughs> it is. At least I'll admit on mine it is, but I'm on the BBC version. Oh, okay. uh, just on the top right hand side of your main radar. Yeah. Right. I'm I'm struggling to find the station still. I can see, I can see the planet. You got right. you got a little radar. You got your main radar, and then you got yep. a small little circle radar with a uh, big blob in it, blob which is your planet. Yep. Uh, and you head towards that. Yeah. And that will change as you approach the station. You should see a letter S somewhere on your screen. Yeah, I got an S. Yeah. Well, then you line up that that little dot again, and you should be lined up. Uh, oh, with... I see. You got it. Yeah. So if I put the blob in the middle of my radar. When there's an S there, then I'll eventually get to the station, will I? Yeah, it should be a, a, a pixel dot, which is actually your space station. And as you get closer, it'll turn into a big blob and oh, then eventually yeah. into its 3D okay. spinning bit. I've just got to sit and wait then. What about whilst we just wait for everybody to get docked and sell our goods, um, what about your sort of your earliest memories or you know a fun time that you can remember playing this game from? Yeah, times ago. Uh, Colin? Well, yeah, the first thing I remember about this game was that as soon as you launched, I thought, right, okay, I can pitch up, I can pitch down. Okay, let's go left and right. But I didn't. I rolled instead. And that threw me for the first minute because you just didn't know what the heck I was, how the heck I was going to fly this thing. And uh, basically, when you've, once you've got the hang of sort of, you've got to roll to, to turn left and roll to turn right, if you see what I mean by then pitching, that just opened up a whole new world because I didn't you, you didn't expect the the craft to fly like that. No, absolutely, and you know it's something that they've actually 
sort of come back to with the new Elite Dangerous. I mean, those of us that have played Alpha, yeah, they've stuck very, very true to that particular type of control system, which, again, it, it might throw people. You know, it might, uh, it might cause people a few issues when they come in and, and find for the first time that, you know, when they go left, <laughs> they don't go left. When they go right, they don't go right. Yeah, there is a certain learning curve to it, which I mean, I think now that we've all played the alpha for a while, we've got used to it. You can see it's a great control method, but there is going to be a learning curve for, for people that are new to the franchise. Mm. That's one thing that does worry me. But then, on second thoughts, I'd rather have people that will make the effort. If you see what I mean. All we can say is that at the moment it's an alpha. If people think that it's too much of an issue, I'm sure Frontier Developments will have a look at it and see whether or not it's something that can be tweaked. Uh, anybody else got anything that they remember from their bedroom days of playing a league? Yeah, I've got something. Yeah, I mean, after getting a game called The Great Space Race, which was a spiritual successor to Valhalla, and completely disappointed with it, that's when I, I got involved with Elite. And uh, being <laughs> in the days of uh, the Elite, I didn't mean that much about saving or loading or anything like that. So what I used to do is I'd have a little, little 14-inch black and white TV stuck on my dining room table when I'd be playing with a rubber key keyboard. I would actually leave the computer on for days because I didn't know how to save. I had fun sort of learning that way. I, I don't think I quite made elite status in that because of, yeah, I could only leave it on for so many days. But uh, that was my earliest memories of elite. Uh, Rory, do we hear that you're docking? Yeah, I just did, and I almost died um, <laughs> define almost died i've now got an alarm bleeping because all of my energy is low so um i'm in but i'm pretty much dead i think um but i'm in are you dead and docked or are you I'm, dead I'm and still trying to do doc- docked and alive but almost dead what version are you playing the amiga version doesn't it replenish as you're sat in uh, space dock i hope so <laughs> <laughs> i really do because i've no idea yeah i'm pretty sure certainly on the uh, on the bbc when i was uh, learning the keys of the game a little bit early on. I, I wasn't already practicing, I, I was just learning the keys of the game. I took myself down to pretty much my last energy bar and uh, as soon as I managed to dock, everything just jumped straight back up to uh, to full strength again. Oh, good. So I'm assuming that's the same for all versions. Uh, okay, so are we all docked up? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, cool. Okay, so here we are in the wonderful system of Zeons. Uh, I've got, uh, still surprisingly, I'm still harmless, seeing as I met no uh, nobody on the journey here. And let's have a look at the stock market. I've got 16 tons worth of food. Actually, I can't remember what I paid for it. What did we pay for food? So this is one of my objections to the game, and this is something that I've struggled with, I think, in most, you know, the different versions I've played, like, you know, Elite and Frontier. There's a bit of a kind of memory test of you buy something and you go to a system and it's like, oh, is, am I making a profit? Am I not making a profit? I find it very frustrating, and it's one of my hopes for the new game that there'll be some sort of intelligent software on the ship that will remind you what you paid for things. <laughs> well, if they don't, I'll be mentioning it in the alpha feedback. <laughs> but no, you're right, Chris, it is one of those things. Considering how um, big a period of time goes by between launching from one space station and actually successfully docking in the next one, it's quite easy to completely forget what it was that you actually spent so I think it was 3.6, and if that's the case, food for me here is actually 6.8. So I'm in line to make quite a tidy profit here. So let's sell all 16 tons. So it's interesting then that it's not, it's not necessarily that procedural, because you've got the same sale price here as I have. Oh, really? Mine's, yeah, mine's 6.8. Um, it's actually quite helpful on this first run, because you know you start with 100 credits. If you've flown to a new system and sell everything, you at least know if you've made a profit. 
Yeah. <laughs> and so that leaves me with 121.2 credits. I'm assuming you're the same, Chris. Having just found my way back to the inventory screen, um, I'm on 121 credits. Is that the same as you? Yeah, 121.2 is what I've got here. Okay, so everybody, sell your sell your wares and tell me what you've got. 127.6. 127.6 for Kirk. What did you sell, mate? Uh, 16 tons of food. Oh, really? 7.2 for mine, but haggling at the door. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we're currently Kirk's in the lease. Rory? I'm on 151.2, but I had a couple of bounties on the way in. I had those two members at 15 each. That would account for that, I think. Sneaky. Yeah. Okay, and what, what did you sell your food at, mate? It says 7.2, so I don't know don't know what happened there. No, that's the same as Kirk's. Ben? I've already bought my fuel for the next round, but I'm sold at 7.2, and I'm currently on 131.4 credits. Colin? Well, well, um, I'm on 120 credits, but I'm no fully fueled, so I sold for right, 6.8. Okay. So you're a 6.8. Uh, Vigor? Um, I've got 110, but I had 120-something, but then I refueled as well. Okay. Grant, you still with us? Yeah. Come on, mate. Where's your festive enthusiasm, please? I'm still trying to get docked. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I came back and everything was going fine, and then I got into a battle with a cobra, which was actually pretty good. I quite enjoyed that. That was good fun. But I've only just found the station now, so <laughs> with me, carry on. I'll catch up. <laughs> right, okay. Well... I think, uh, even though the retro lathe motto is leave no man behind, Grant, I think we're going to leave you behind. <laughs> uh, oh, otherwise, oh. we'll have to release this next Christmas rather than this Christmas. So, I think, you, think, I we... think you missed me. Oh, did I? You did. Sorry, go on, Liv. <laughs> well, the PC version has got a measly 3.2 sell price. Ooh. I mean, that is really... You're selling pitiful. for a lot, then. Uh, uh, well... Uh, no, uh, well, I bought five tons, so I've actually got 102 credits. Woohoo. Right, okay. That's not going to cover my fuel. <laughs> I'd say you were, the, you were the big loser on that <laughs> one, mate. Uh, okay, so we've done, the, we've done the trading, we've done the docking, and some of us have done the combat, but most of us haven't. So I think what we need to do now is we need to pick a destination where we're pretty confident that we're going to have some action on the way into the station. So where do we reckon? Read quite. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Don't forget there. Right, Actually, on, I think Vicot's at a range. It could be. Zeon's uh, oh, quite yeah, a long way out. Away, wasn't it? Actually, if you head back to Lave, that's a dictatorship, which is supposed to be kind of a 50 50. Okay. Seems fair. I think before, when I supposedly blew up another ship, I think it was actually an asteroid or something, because my elite rating hasn't gone up at all. Right, these things don't these next. things don't move overnight, sunshine. Yeah, you, know, I know, you have to be I, slugging away for some months to before you see a twist. To it, saying that <laughs> I've killed so many people, or is that just Frontier? Frontier doesn't uh, do that either. No, really? No, no. I, thought was on, no. I, thought, I thought I saw something like that on Karash's stream. No, uh, Frontier, you only ever got the rating. You never knew how many ships you'd killed. I must admit, it's been a while since I played Frontier. I can't confirm or deny that. We, but I don't remember seeing a number of ships either. Sorry, are we uh, buying any uh, uh, cargo for the uh, journey back? Yeah, of course. Let's just make sure we've got fuel. Uh, we're going to point towards Lave, and let's have a look at cargo. So, 
Oh, computers are cheap. Pity I can't only afford one ton. Yeah, but Lave is a rich agricultural, so what we want is uh, computers would be a good thing to take back for that, isn't it? Yeah. I think machinery you get a better thing. All right, well, in theory... <laughs> I can get two machinery, I'm going for it. Mm. Right, okay, let's go for machinery then. I already bought a computer, shall I just sell that off? Should be the same price, yeah. Oh, 18 credits left, oh dear. Well, I've got two... Two credit, a six point eight credits I've got left. Wow! Did everyone remember to buy fuel before they bought cargo? <laughs> <laughs> Been there, done that. Okay, let me know when you're ready to launch, and we'll do the last leg of this and uh, go back to leave. I'm playing this on the BBC. The whole immersion of the game is not lost at all, and it takes me back to when I was travelling across the states when I was at university. We had quite a few really sort of long travels on the, the Amtraks up the East Coast. At the time, I had a Palm Pilot, when Palm Pilots were all the rage. There was an elite clone, I can't remember for the life of me what it was called, but there was an elite clone on the Palm Pilot. And that thing kept me entertained for weeks. And it was literally an exact clone of the elite game. So all the trading was there, all of it procedurally generated. And hours and hours and hours I spent happily playing that on a palm ply going up and down on the Amtrak. So it just goes to show that even though the graphics have improved and stuff, if you just have the basic game, the whole trading, combat, same controls, you can still while away many, many happy hours on it. Right, we're ready? I'm good. If I can remember what the launch button is. F101. Go! Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I've got so. this the nice launch sequence. I'm passing a Viper, there's a Cobra Mark 1, and an Adder. Yeah, the Amiga version was good. Well, I just have the horrible sort of <laughs> sound from the BBC and the psychedelic yellows and reds. And the, the Death Star flying in front of me. So I'm going to hit H. The NES version seems to have some kind of energy shield before you go out. Which always makes a lot more sense. Mm -hmm. Back in lave. Point towards the right. planet. In system. One thing I do like, and it's such a subtle thing, but when you arrive in a system, obviously you've got the sort of the black circle, which is the planet, you've got the white uh, circle, which is the sun. And the way the sun just sort of flickers that very slight bit, I, I think that's just brilliant. Yeah, it's, it's slightly different on the BBC version. Uh, on the BBC version, it looks like a big uh, beach ball. They've got uh, lines going, transecting the, the planet. Uh, and it literally does look like, uh, obviously, to give you the the idea of depth and uh, and you know, fake 3D, but it does just look like you're flying towards a big beach ball. Uh oh, under attack! Yeah, it's so, weird yeah. that they took that out for other versions, isn't it? Just left it as a as a sort of a flat 2D oh. sphere. You mean? It's like they yeah. didn't have the power oh. to do it or something. I'm under attack by a boa. This is a terrible key combination for combat. I see. I'm quite liking it. I've got uh, S and X and uh, left and right. And uh, A is shoot. That seems to be working quite well. How do you fire a missile, guys? Target, you press T. Yeah. And then that's armed. And when it's armed, you then press M. Or you oh, can press U to unarm it. Uh, so it's different for the PC version. I was, I got pressed seven for arm missile, but as I said, half my shortcuts ain't working. So uh, I can arm a missile, and that's it. Oh, I'm being attacked by a crate. I got an app. Uh, is it an asp? No, not an asp. What's the one that just looks like a box? Adder. Incoming missile. Adder. Oh, screwed. Yeah, I got I got attacked oh, by a cobra, I think. Never mind. Oh, shit. More bad guys. 
Yeah, I think PC version's got to be the most uneventful version going because I've had nothing apart from asteroids flying past me. I always thought the PC version was easier. I remember yeah, it being yeah. easier. So I just killed the wolf. The guns were better. Yay, you got a wolf. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hello. Just destroyed a crate. Uh, unfortunately, I have another six of them in system. Oh, That's cool. I've just climbed with the planet. Oh, nice one. Oh, still mass locked. There's bloody... Oh, my goodness. I've got a Thargoid. Oh, unlucky. I got a rock. <laughs> okay, I've got a ship here. Did someone say you could bring up information about what kind of craft it was? Yeah, in theory. I don't know what you can in the Spectrum version. I've not been able to find a screen at all. Right. Uh, I've been destroyed. Let and it's a quite see. a poignant moment on the BBC version where you just see your cargo canisters floating off into space. <laughs> So how do I know if this guy's like a bad guy or a pirate? Or... So if he's just <laughs> flying away peacefully, then I'm, I'm technically it. the pirate, am I? My pirate now. <laughs> Unless he's got a bounty, I guess, but I don't think there's any way of knowing. I, th I think the circle indicator at the left-hand side of your radar is green. That means it's all good. Oh, oh is that red thing? That means I'm in danger, does it? That could mean I'm in danger then. Oops. Oh, he's got me down to the second energy unit now. Come back here. I'm not finished with you. Got you. The NES version doesn't actually seem to have any energy units. Yeah, obviously dumbing it down again. Yep. Ah, oh, uh, can't. Yeah, come on. No, no. Well, All at least right. he's not launching Thargons. If he'd launched Thargons, I'd be in right stuff state. Are they Thargons or are they Tharglets? Oh, depends which one you want to believe. <laughs> Tharglets, I saw them as. I always thought them as Tharglets. Oh no, I've got another one. I think I managed to scare these bad guys off. I shot a missile off at them and they ran away. Yeah, That's mine, really? mine yeah. did that, uh, but now they're coming back, I think. Oh, when they ran away, I did the quick jump and I'm now at the station. Oh, hang on, is that... That looks more like a viper, actually. I'm not going to shoot that. I got me a dogfight with a sidewinder here. Nice. I don't know where they appeared from. Oh, he's got an ECM! No! <laughs> oh, maybe it's a Cobra, actually. Can't tell on the Spectrum version. Incoming missile, oh dear. It was something with two white lines for me, I don't know what they are though. Crate? It looked like a Cobra, but it looked like it had two lines on it. It was a bad guy, that's all I knew, shooting at me. If it has two lines coming out the side, then it's a crate. Right. I got someone. Hey! Come on, come on, come on, come on, die you! Did we get energy back again? Apart yeah. from after docking. No, it replenishes, yeah, it should build up slowly. Oh, I've now got no sh front shield, no rear shield. I've got a pirate and a Thargoid, and boom, game over. <laughs> oh, I'm lucky. Oh, if it says incoming missile, am I in trouble? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't think so. How would I know? Oh. Press E, something will happen. <laughs> What's that? Which button? E. Nothing's happening! Uh, you're in trouble. I've managed to actually reload the commander, fly back into live, and again, a non-event situation. Uh, so a ah. real clean sort of fly in there. Can we get something a bit more exciting? Well, you're the only one that hasn't had any excitement. <laughs> yeah, there, so. so far. It's just like the, the, my highlight is just docking <laughs> and the trade screen. <laughs> These guys are such cowards. They shoot at me, I shoot back, and then they run. I'm about to get shot to pieces. My fourth energy bar is about to disappear. Yeah. Oh, game over. I think maybe oh. I shouldn't have attacked that first ship. <laughs> yeah, see, I thought that. But then you're... the problem with that, though, Chris, is you're mass locked. So you need it to go away. This is true. You know, before you can jump in. So 
Yeah, it seems in your head, logically, the quickest way to make the ship go away is destroying it. True. Although technically it was flying away from the planet. So I yeah. maybe chose to chase it. Oh man, it started me from the beginning. Can I just um, interrupt and say, I docked. Perhaps, <laughs> hey! Grant, now you've got to come back again. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> it was beginning to feel like it, I tell you. <laughs> Well, I managed to sort of get into life, fly straight to the space station, full speed. This PC version is, uh, I don't know what the plus stands for, but it is, like, really easy. Right, okay. So I think we've got the, the PC version and the NES version right up there with being a molly, a molly coddling version. It's supposed to be the plus version. I, I mean, I'm lost for what plus means. What, filled in graphics? Yeah, probably. Quite possibly. There was supposed to be extra missions and stuff in, in that one, then. Than even the Amiga versions. Extra ships as well, weren't there? Possibly a few extra ships. I mean, I've been seeing Mambas like there's no tomorrow. But ah. no, nobody wants to attack me. I mean, obviously, my reputation precedes me. Yeah, it's different with the Amiga one because you get a, a warning saying Condition Red, which kind of tells you that there's a pirate. Well, it's a gecko in this case. But in the other ones, you never got a, a Condition Red. You just got these ships appearing. and you, Until they opened fire, you were never really sure. No, I've attacked the wrong one already. Yeah, I'd say the PC version, the redraw distance isn't great. I mean, what I remember the uh, Spectrum version is that uh, you'd see your little dot and it'll gradually come into view. Whereupon the PC version, all I'm seeing is an S for a space station. And I'm thinking, right, where is it? Oh, there it is, right in front of me. And it just pops into view. Oh, really? Yeah, not, not impressed. So there's me thinking, like, I've got the best version tonight. I've got the, I've got the Elite Plus top two lot down but uh, now it seems like I'm going to have a real poor <laughs> time here fly doc fly doc fly doc mmm <laughs> exciting yeah. yeah I can see I can, yeah. I can imagine if anybody bought this version of the game they're going what's all the fuss about <laughs> it's it's space trucking simulators <laughs> <laughs> oh this gecko's a bit rock hard and yeah, nimble buggers either that or it's the whiskey taking effect I'm sorry officer I I <laughs> What can I say? A five looks like a gecko. <laughs> I think it'd be interesting to know what tipsy level everybody is at at the moment. <laughs> that's just, that's just one. <laughs> I looked at my, uh, my glass of mulled wine, my, my third or fourth glass of mulled wine, and I'm now starting to think, actually, maybe maybe I should just slow down slightly. Oh, well, I had uh, a litre bottle of port, and I'm, uh, I'm pretty close to the bottom at the moment. But, oh, uh, my God. I'm not a pheasant pluck, I'm a pheasant plucker, sir. I'm only plucking pheasants, the pheasant plucker comes. <laughs> <laughs> That's how pissed I am. Oh, but the fact that you tried to say that. No, the fact that I can say that. <laughs> well, I've flown into Lave, I've sold some liquor and wines, thinking being an agricultural colony, they, you know, they like their booze and whatnot, uh, and I've made a complete loss. <laughs> so, so far, apart from the fact that you're doing well with the whole flying and docking thing, your trading aspects is absolutely rubbish. Yeah, pretty much. Right, that's it. I'm going to start using missiles. Yeah, I think actually missiles are the way forward. I just wish I had an enemy to shoot at. I think the only problem with missiles is they cost 30 credits to buy, and you're lucky if you get 30 credits back. Oh, he's got a bloody back. ECM! Yeah. What is it with these pirates and ECMs? They're supposed to be poor things. Jeez, that's three contacts I've had on the way to leave. I've killed two of them. To know who's a pirate and who's not. They shoot at you straight away. Don't shoot at the purple blobs, they're police. 
Purple. I've got red, yellow, and maybe green if I'm. Green. Yeah. Oh, the, the police are purple for me. No, I don't. Oh, I've got a docking thing. I've got a docking symbol. I think they'll stop shooting. Now, I've just had a realisation that the white squares next to the missile icon are missiles. They're not empty slots for a missile. I'm actually carrying much more weaponry than I thought I was. Yeah, you start, you start off with three. Can anybody remember from the original game, you've got a mining laser here that's 800 credits, and you've got a beam laser that's 1,000 credits. Is a mining laser much better than a pulse laser at 400 credits? No, the, the difference between the two was that if you attacked a asteroid with a mining laser, no, you could blow it into little bits, and you could then scoop the minerals. What version was that for? All of them. Uh, All of them. I can't remember asteroids in the Spectrum version. No, no, you had asteroids in the Spectrum version. The thing about mining in the Amiga version is that some of the asteroids have got hermits on them. And if uh, you actually shoot, a, shoot an asteroid that has a hermit in them, they launch a, they launch a fighter at you. Really? Mm. I, tell, I don't remember that factoid. I tell, it's 30 years. I mean, it's, you'd think you'd remember things like that, but no. I don't, I don't remember asteroids at all. One of my missiles is still flying around the screen, trying to catch the other guy. That's something I remember from the old version, was how long it sometimes took for the missile to catch them. It's something I remember from the original game. Instead of just flying from where you which point in, if you point up or down or something like that and do a quick jump, or do a few quick jumps in the wrong direction and come in from an obscure angle, that seemed to get you off the shipping lanes. Are you sure that's the original Elite, or is that not just Oolite? Because that's no, definitely I, the case in Oolite. That I remember doing that in the BBC as well. Well, I'll give it a go now. I'm just about to launch and head back to Lave. Oh, you've not made it to Lave yet again, or are you, you just uh, I'm, various Yeah, rocks? I blew up the first time. Yeah. Right, okay, going point straight run. up. Yeah, I got mass lock straight away, mate. Mm. I'm gonna point up and attack straight away. Oh, I can hear those I'll sounds in the background. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, missile, one of you. Sucker. Crikey, 153 credits. Bloody hell, what was that? You just wanted. Bounty and a half. You just killed Captain Jack Sparrow, didn't you? <laughs> it's a sidewinder. At some point, him and my missile will meet. <laughs> what I really can't believe is how close this is to the Alpha. <laughs> the control system, certainly. In terms of the difficulty level and the control system, definitely. I mean, you've got a bit of yaw in the alpha, haven't you? You can move a little bit to left and right, but you yeah, you can. The best way to actually turn is basically rolling, rolling yeah. the pitch, which is great. I'm being attacked. What looks like a floating space jobby. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know what it is. Is that a technical term? <laughs> yeah, but when I got close to it, two little ships came out from it. It was kind of oh god, it's not a station. No, it's Are you just at the Karelia station? No, it can't be. I'll be dead by now. I don't oh. think the stations defend themselves. They just launch waves, waves off police after you, don't they? Yeah, they do. That'll be the difference, actually, with uh, Elite Dangerous. <sighs> that the stations will have guns mounted on them. Are you able to target the guns and take them out? So you could potentially theoretically well, capture and take it over? Uh, maybe Bastard. later. Not at the moment. <laughs> maybe in some alternate universe, yeah, but I don't think you'll be seeing that in the uh, full release. Yeah. Now, that was Not one of the missions, while. was to destroy a, a space station. 
and the you got your energy version, bomb or something, didn't you? Yeah, you got this special ECM jammer, which allowed you to fire off a missile, and the missile would destroy the station. What badge ECM. was that for? I think it was the Spectrum. I missed out on so much on the Spectrum. I don't remember any of this. <laughs> yeah, the Spectrum was interesting because it had three missions, even though it had less ships. And they kept you going because you had the um, evacuate the planet. The cons- oh, no, it was the Constrictor. Yeah, there was a Constrictor, one other, and then you had to... Um, was it uh, res- Rescue a Colony from somewhere, wasn't it? Yeah, I think that was the other one. But then you had this third one, which they said... Um, Thargoids have successfully taken over the space station. The shields are down, but they've got a very powerful ECM. So here's an ECM jammer. Go blow it up. Did you actually ever come across that mission? Yeah. All oh, right. No, I, I think I only have come across the rescue the people from a planet. That was only a mission I ever come across. Well, each version had its own different kind of missions, and one of the fun things was actually finding out what the missions were. The constrictors seemed to be the same uh, across. All of them. Every every version had the constrictor, which was supposed to be this stolen spaceship that you've got to track, and the only thing that can affect it are military lasers. <laughs> I think the PC version, the, the Elite Plus, is actually find someone to fight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still fighting this same gecko I was ten minutes ago. I tell you, got, well, you guys sound like you're having so much fun there. <laughs> I have to say, on this return trip to Lave, I actually got into a fight with four ships and have destroyed them all. I destroyed uh, two Sidewinders, one uh, Asp, and uh, a, I think possibly a Crate as well. And uh, I'm now at the actual planet, so if I can dock this thing, uh, I should be making quite a bit of cash. Aha, she blows. I must admit, on, on the BBC Micro one, it's very difficult when you're coming in to try and find the space station to distinguish the space station amongst the other white dots mm. uh, that are flying towards you. I love how the white dots fly through the planet as well. Fly through everything, yeah. yeah. Space station, I'm not, planets, I'm not sun. sure they're flying through things. I think they're just flying... I think they're in front. It's like micrometeorites or something. No crosshairs on the rear view, because I haven't got a rear view gun. Still, at least I can't shoot the station by accident. Oh, no! Oh, no crap! That's the no. That's the gun. No. <laughs> <laughs> you should be able to switch them off. It's right next to the pitch. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it just the number of times I've accidentally shot it as well, though? Because uh, it's just oh. I think because the PC version has been so non-eventful, I'm going to attack a load of Vipers. I've got about five Vipers after me now, and it's the only combat I've seen all bloody night. <laughs> Good luck with us. <laughs> Oh, I'm dead. Yeah, the Ridquat would kill you. <laughs> I think Leave's doing a good job of trying to kill me at the moment. Oh, it's killed me about four times now. Yeah, four for ten. Approach. I've actually made a loss on this just on the amount of missiles that I've had to fire off. That was always a problem with missiles. I used to re- reload and go back and do it again. Same with that. Well, I've managed to get into Lave, and uh, I'm harmless. Uh, one point, uh, 171 credits without selling anything. And when I... Oh, no. <laughs> that doesn't sound good. I forgot to buy anything, didn't I? <laughs> oh, <laughs> 153 What an idiot. <sighs> I hate this game. <laughs> hate the player. <laughs> Tear down the concept art from your walls. <laughs> Wasn't there something in Frontier and First Encounters where you could select to leave uh, docking and it says... You haven't bought any stock. <laughs> Are you sure you want to leave? 
I'm sure there was a prompt. Ah, oh, I can't believe I've just done that. I've got no cargo whatsoever. We better go back then. I, I, like, I like the fact that in um, this Spectrum version, the, the option to initiate save involves the key symbol shift, <laughs> which, which I'm pretty sure a PC keyboard doesn't have. There was a lot of key functions in the Spectrum that PC doesn't have. Uh, the NES version is definitely aimed more for the casual player, shall we say. Uh, I'd have to disagree with that one. I'd say the PC. <laughs> <the> PC <laughs> <laughs> yes, Doctor Lave. Yeah. Oh. Commander. I'm now in uh, a battle with a third lance, but a viper's turned up to help me. Ah, to help you. Well, that's nice. He's not attacking me. Well, that was where I made the mistake the first two runs. Is I was be I was fighting and somebody else turned up and I attacked them as well. Yeah, really <laughs> <laughs> well, it'd be nice if they showed you the status, wouldn't it? Well, there is. You've got no way of knowing, have you? You've got to wait for them to shoot you. Well, unfortunately, with the PC emulated version, everything's flying around it as if it's on amphetamine sulfates. <laughs> I can't keep up with it. <laughs> That's the PC one. I do yeah. remember the PC being. I think I got to deadly on the PC, and I think that I knew that was easier. Once you got the military laser, I think you could just do zzz, dead. Zzz, yeah. dead. <laughs> That's the only action I've had in the past two hours. Shoot the space station, you get loads of action then. Well, that's what I did when I reloaded the, the uh, commander back in. I thought, I've got to get some sort of bloody entertainment tonight. Considering the age of this, I am kind of getting used to it now. and It isn't actually as bad as I thought it was going to be. It's tough, though, for a start, to start, you know, as a starter. The fact yeah, that the station you start at is virtually impossible to get back to, I can't imagine that I, I must have gone off onto another planet. I think what would be a tough version if we actually all, uh, had a go at the um, Frontier, Elite 2 Frontier, though that would be, just trying to take off would be hard enough from the planet. Yeah, we probably will do that at some point. We've got a few special editions lined up. Um, Frontier, Frontier First Encounters and Ooh Light are all on the, uh, oh, all on the cards oh. to be done. I think, I'm sure I played, which was the one that had the um, Blake 7 ship in it? Oh, that's uh, Frontier. Frontier and First Encounters, yeah. isn't it? I've definitely played that because I remember having a ship that was so heavily armoured that nothing could touch it. Wasn't that the Imperial Courier? It might have been. You could just keep expanding the cargo bay till it was huge. There, yeah. there was a hack where I had uh, a sidewinder, and I think you, I, I can't remember exactly what it was, but I think it's like buying a cargo bay, selling the cargo bay, which would then put you into uh, negative cargo space. And you just keep doing that, uh, uh, which would give you enough cargo space to buy the top-of-the-range hyperdrive, whereupon you can then jump to any point in the galaxy in one jump. <laughs> sort of ruined the game, but... <laughs> Did the, the Imperial Courier have a turret? No. Uh, I, I remember being really, really hard to hit anything with it because it was a, a real slug, but once I hit it once, it, well, anything was dead with one shot. And that was probably the Panther Clipper. Oh, right. Or wasn't the Lion Transport also a turret one as well? There, yeah, and the Puma, I think, had a turret. Yeah. Something about docking. You're supposed to line up in halfway between the planet and the space station when you fly into it. And then when it's over the top of you, pull up, and then you're lined up every time. So I've lost the planet. 
Okay, so there we have it. A journey back to wireframe glory. We had the high exaltation of docking first time without even scraping your paintwork. Uh, we had the lows of jumping into a system and finding a pirate welcoming committee. The difficulty level is still dialed up to level 11, but fortunately so is the fun. Let's go around the crew and we'll see what people thought of the experience they had tonight. What did you think of it and what did you think of the version of Elite you were playing? Did it stack up? Let's start with Liam. Well, the uh, Elite Plus version, I have to say, bitterly disappointed. After sort of like buying some stock from Lave, following the instructions, getting to Zeance, making a loss, and then flying back, I have to say my mission was pretty non-eventful. While I listened to everybody else having sort of like, I'm being destroyed, I've got missiles coming in, I've got the kitchen sink coming at me, I'm sitting again, well, I've docked, nothing's happened. So for me, the Elite Plus version, difficulty scale, I'm going to give it like out of 10, out of 2, it was awful. It was awful. <laughs> the pop-up when you're approaching a station was awful. It seems like a lot of people had more entertainment than I did tonight. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that, mate. <laughs> okay, Kirk. Um, well, I played the C64 version. It was tough to start with, but things did start to come back to me from the old days. I'm not sure how that would have been received in this day and age because it was quite tough the, the place you flew out of to start with lave you probably wouldn't have been able to fly straight back to um, but i was actually quite getting into it after five or six seven eight attempts i did think though that you couldn't tell an enemy from a friendly even once they'd shot at you you still couldn't tell that they'd shot at you so that was a big issue really. you had to fly around and wait for them to shoot again but yeah it was all right i enjoyed that a lot more okay. than that, Jarvis. I was really impressed actually with the Spectrum version. I can definitely see why you know, it confused me when I was younger. Um, the whole, you know, market screen. And I think unless you kind of instinctively understood that the prices were different from planet to planet, <laughs> you didn't necessarily know what these things are for. But I have to say, in terms of flying around, I mean, I was really impressed with just the tiny resolution. Because, I mean, the Spectrum only had a 250 by something resolution anyway. And obviously, half of that is just the interface at the bottom. So you've got a very small 3D screen. But I'm amazed how clearly things came across with very blocky graphics. And the only thing I struggled with in going back to such low resolution was that brilliant radar design that shows you where the enemy ships are in a kind of golf stick format. Once you've got more than sort of two ships on that radar, it became very hard to tell one from another. I mean, I've always been a great advocate of kind of gameplay over visuals, and I found once I'd kind of got my hands into the keyboard controls, you know, things like the frame rate and the, the low sort of quality of the graphics kind of faded away, and I was sort of swept up in it, much more than perhaps I expected to be. Yeah, great. Rory? Yep, really enjoyed it. I was too young to actually play elite as a kid so this is actually pretty much the first time i've actually played the original i spent most of my time as a teenager playing frontier but i did really enjoy it i've got to admit and having played the amiga version which is probably one of the more advanced versions maybe comparing it to a bbc or a spectrum it's really quite smooth you know that when you're rolling it's smooth when you're pitching it's smooth but it was hard. It was really hard. I mean, when we first hyper-jumped into Zeonce, I was attacked by a couple of wolves, and that was it. I was dead. I must have died three or four times this evening, and I couldn't believe how hard it was. And even something really mundane like docking was really hard. So, yeah, I'm not quite used to games being as hard as that. <laughs> it doesn't take any prisoners, does it? No, certainly not. No, I did really enjoy that, and I can absolutely understand why this is a groundbreaking game. Totally. Okay, well, going from the version that took absolutely no prisoners, we'll move on to Ben and his Namby Pamby NES version. Yeah, definitely the casual version. Although 
in all fairness, the combat was identical. I don't know if I remember this so much. I had the police showing up one time when I was being attacked in Lave, but the combat is just as difficult. The only thing is, for whatever reason, you're given a docking computer and it looks like you can't dock manually, although I could be proven wrong there. The UI was, because obviously every other version you've got a full keyboard to play with, whereas with the NES you've only got a couple of keys... The UI that they've given you for that is actually surprisingly good, using a, almost like a modifier button to do all of the things that you're pressing your F1, F2 and things like that. That's all done using a modifier key in left-right. And then your accelerator is modifier and up-down. It's a good use of the controls for it, but it takes a lot of getting used to and it's weird. <laughs> Colin, what did you think, mate? Well, um... I was playing the same version as Rory, and I must admit, I actually enjoyed it as well. And he's certainly right about it being tough. Um, I must admit, I've got sore fingers from sort of holding the keys down, which, once I got used to handling a game using the keyboard again, it seemed to be quite natural. Really enjoyed it. Admittedly, I got bored, because, you know, there's a lot of waiting about, especially between when you're mass-locked on the planet and you've got to fly to the station and you don't have a docking computer. The actual docking itself is quite interesting. It gets the old uh, blood pumping. But the actual getting into position is a bit tedious, and that will probably add up over time. I enjoyed it. Okay, and for someone that never saw it the first time round, James, what did you think of it, mate? I think the main limiting factor for it was the resolution, and it's mostly down to when you're trying to find the space station and there's all the sort of white dots around the planet, and you're thinking, so which one's the space station? Because you can't see any detail until you get to a certain distance. And so I guess it was quite nice having the smaller compass-type thing by the radar. But it was also the case if you were in combat, and a ship you were fighting had sort of flown a little way away, and you weren't really sure which dot you were supposed to be aiming at. That was a bit of an issue. But besides that, the only issue I had was when I was trying to dock and a big anaconda or a fertilance or something, which I couldn't identify, parked right in front of the docking bay. But yeah, uh, apart from that, I had a great time. And being blown up was a bit of a pain as well. But, you know, what to be expected. Okay, well, I think we're going to have some interesting scores when it comes to the scores. But before we get there, Mr. Walcott, I'm amazed you didn't rage quit at one point. What did you find of? Well, <laughs> it definitely takes you back to that era and those kind of games where you loaded it and by God you were going to play it until you were absolutely sick of it. I think the the factor that it had going for it was you always keep thinking, ah, oh, just one more go, I'm sure I'll manage it this time. And then the celebrations when you achieve the dock and you go fantastic and then you come out and then you're straight into a battle and you're fighting all the time aware that if you lose, you're back to the start. So that's the sort of harsh side of things. There's certainly some things that I think we've all become a bit namby-pamby and are getting so used to in games where target identification, for example, and, and knowing it's a baddie before it starts shooting at you to give you the opportunity to get ready. And I say, piffle to them. That's the way it should be. You shouldn't have a clue until the damn thing's firing at you, until bits of your ship are coming off. That's excitement. That's raw. Although it would be nice if it would put a dot in the radar for the station. That would be so helpful, because uh, I had nightmares trying to find the stations. But it's got the addictiveness there. It really is an addictive little game, and it feels like a wee small game, but there's so much more there when you get into it. I think if I had rose-tinted glasses, they'd be glowing at the moment. Yeah, no, I'm kind of the same. 
Well, obviously, James was playing the Commodore 64 version. Remind us what version you were playing. Oh, I was playing the ZX Spectrum. Ah, you were playing the Spectrum one as well. Well, I went completely old school. I went back to the BBC, and it's the first BBC game I've actually played. And I have to say, I, I was quite impressed. Yes, of course, it had the, the low resolution and everything else, and everything that people have already said about uh, you know the radar becoming a little bit cluttered when it came to having multiple contacts. Yeah, it completely bears out on the BBC as well. But yeah, the BBC had a few things that yeah, really made it quite nice. The really sort of basic sound effects that were on the BBC. Nobody else has mentioned the sound in the game, and it has to be said it's it was very very limited. But the basic sort of plinky plonky laser fire that you got on the BBC and the, the almost like nails down a chalkboard when you actually make contact with an enemy ship was actually quite an immersive little kit to the game. Frame rate and everything else in the BBC was a bit of a struggle when it came to docking. That and the fact that all the space debris and everything seemed to want to fly through the space station and all the planets was a bit bizarre. But no, I have to say I really enjoyed it. The difficulty level is still absolutely there, but as you say, so is the catch, the, the addictive nature of you know just getting to the next space station, selling your stock, and just you know making that bit of profit so you can go back out again. And all the memories I had come from the Elite on the Amiga, but exactly the same. You know, the BBC version had exactly the same things that I loved about the game on the Amiga. So, no, all in all, fantastic couple of hours worth of gameplay. Okay, so, and finally, for this festive frolic into the past, we have the scores. Uh, as always, we'll get a mark out of 10, and we will start in reverse order. We'll go with Grant. Well, yep, I'm going to give the Spectrum version a couple of points off for some of the features that could have made it more playable, and I can only imagine what it was like when you were on your original Spectrum having to save so frequently. Your cassettes must have worn out, but for that sort of reason, <laughs> uh, I'm going to mark it around about 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10, not a bad score. James? There are a few things I could mark it down for, but I think it's mostly down to the emulator I was using, so I'm going to have to score it fairly high. I'm going to give it an 8, possibly an 8.5. 8, 8.5. Colin? Yeah, I think the Amiga version, I think I got lucky with this one. I think it's, it's certainly better than some other people's experience. I think I'll give this one actually eight and a half as well. It, it just seemed, apart from the fact that you've got pink Thargoids, everything else seemed to be just about right. Well, it's looking pretty consistent across the board so far. Ben? I'd give it a good eight as well, I think. Uh, it's nice and solid. Straight fun. Brings back fabulous memories. Okay, I'm not sure if it's just that wonderful Christmas spirit running through all of you, but you're all being very, very kind to this game. Uh, Rory? I'm going to give it a 9 because I enjoyed that more than a lot of the games we've played that are a lot more modern and um, I think that's a testament as to how good it is so yeah that's a 9 High scores Mr Jarvis Yeah I'm going to agree with that you know we've, I've played some other games with you on Retro Life that I've not enjoyed nearly as much as that I'd, I'd say it's a very solid 8 for me I think I'm being a little bit generous with the 8 and I think part of the thing is it was frustrating not being able to save my progress. Had I been able to save my progress, you know, definitely, definitely an eight. I think with the limitations of emulation, maybe a bit lower, but, you know, as, as a game experience, and if I'd been able to pursue it, definitely an eight. Kirk? Well, I'm going to take one off for not having any way of knowing who an enemy is once they've shot at you. And I'll take another one off for being so tricky to start with, which I think just wouldn't go down well these days. I did manage to save. I found that you could use the emulator to save a snapshot wherever you were, or even just at a station, which is a bit of a cheat. And I'm going to add one more back on, just because I still want to play Elite, 
and whatever versions they bring out. And it's been a very, very long time, and I still remember it very fondly. And considering when it was made as well originally, and how unique it was, I'm going to give it a nine. A nine? Yeah. Well, all of the games they've done on Retro that I wasn't involved with, but I played after you guys had reviewed it, I'd still rather play this than any of the other ones. <laughs> okay, before I give my score, Liam, what do you reckon? Well, I have to say, for the PC Elite Plus version, emulated, pop-up, absolutely terrible, nothing like the Spectrum version, nice fielding graphics, looks pretty, but I have to say, my journey between Lave and Zayance was very much non-eventful, and after making a loss at Zayance, and the journey back was, again, fairly non-eventful. What combat I did come across just didn't emulate too well. It was a very much a speed-up Benny Hill version. <laughs> For me, I'm going to have to give this version a four. Ooh. Welcome to the party, Mr. Scrooge. Uh, I'm back. (laughs) (laughs) No, fair enough. I'm going to be pretty consistent with what everybody else has said. Just for the pure fun of the the arcade shooter that is elite, I thought the, the BBC Micro did a very, very good job of getting that sort of fun element across. I'm going to go and give this a wonderful fanboy nine out of ten. Okay, well, that will do it for this special edition of Retro Lave. We will return in the new year with more retro space sim goodness. Thank you to Liam, Kirk, Chris, Rory, Ben, Colin, James, and Grant. Merry Christmas from me, and Merry Christmas from them. Merry Christmas! Greetings and welcome to this festive edition of Retrolave. In this episode, we're going to throw ourselves back in history to a time when Mary... Uh, <laughs> uh, Mr. Rafferty starts off. Okay, I am uh, Mobius from the forums. I'm drinking uh, some uh, reserve port tonight. I'm playing the Elite Plus on the PC. Nice colourful version there. My Christmas joke for today is, who hides in the bakery at Christmas? A mince spy. You are kidding. <laughs> That's exactly that was, what uh, I just had with Fran. <laughs> I tried. Literally about 30 Think. seconds ago. Take three. <laughs> what the... T- <laughs> Gran literally just did that same that. joke 30 seconds before you started. <laughs> right, so you want me to run that again? Uh, if, if, you, uh, if you'd be so kind. Okay, yeah. okay. Run in now. Hi, I'm Mobius from the forums. My tip of tonight is uh, some reserve port. Um, I'm playing the Elite Plus version. Uh, <laughs> I think you should leave that in. Uh, 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 <laughs> I've got to find another one now. I could always change mine if you want. <laughs> is that, is that Alright, can we just check Chris has got something he wants to add? No, nah, you can all fuck off. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> That's the festive spirit. That reminds me of Christmas at home. I buy food. To the <laughs> you started I can't get a flipping cursor to move without him back out the blooming mess. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Emulator trouble. Just fucking die. Mother fudger. Oh, you little 